0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sweater Weather, a Chicago Blackhawks podcast. I am your host, Luke. Uh, normally, I'm joined by Abe, but something funny happened today. We recorded this entire podcast, and um, uh, the audio didn't save. So uh, I'm re-recording a, uh, a quick version of the episode that we recorded earlier today. Um, <clears throat> uh, we... Before we recorded the episode, uh, earlier this is actually prior to the Blackhawks' five to three loss to the Capitals today, October twentieth. Um, so I uh, I actually have the benefit of being able to recap that game a little bit, even though I didn't actually get a chance to watch it myself. I was at a uh, a rec league hockey game, um, uh, but Abe Abe got a chance to watch it and he sent over his notes to me. Uh, and I've got the stats and uh, the score sheet and everything in front of me, so I'll try to recap that the best as I can. <clears throat> uh, so first off, I uh, just want to recap the uh, the games from the past couple of weeks, or uh, excuse me, from the past week. Uh, the Blackhawks uh, on Monday beat the Oilers three to one. Crawford made twenty seven saves and had a, uh, I think a nine. 49, say, percentage or something like that. Um, uh, they had goals from uh, Kane, Nylander, and an empty netter from Saad. Uh, that game was uh, uh, a much-needed uh, breath of fresh air after a couple of games where the Hawks just... They did not look good. They looked like they were suffering from the same kind of uh, possession and play-driving problems that plagued them all of last season. Um uh, in the game against the Oilers they looked absolutely dominant though they had uh a ridiculous Corsi rating i don't i don't have those numbers in front of me but it, it they ended up uh with something like a 75% Corsi in the uh in the second period alone and uh Jeremy Colleton was uh placing a lot of emphasis recently on being a strong second period team he pointed out that a lot of the teams that uh went into the playoffs last year looking like contenders were teams that uh were known to have strong second periods. So, uh the Hawks managed to pull that off uh against the Oilers. I think they ended up the I think they they, they ended the game with something like a 55% Corsi. Uh they looked really good. They earned that win. Um it probably should have been even more of a blowout than it actually was, but Mike Smith stood on his head that game and he turned aside some some really good opportunities for the Hawks. Uh, and then moving on, after uh after three days off, the Hawks played the Blue Jackets on Friday. Uh, they won that game in overtime. This game, it was a little rougher. It looked a bit more like what we've come to expect from this team. Um the the possession numbers weren't as strong this time around. Uh, they didn't look like the dominant force that they had against the Oilers, but uh, the Hawks managed to pull it out. They had a uh, a power play goal from Alex Debrinket. Um Kajula had a goal. Um, and then uh, Taves scored the uh, overtime game winner. Um, it was actually a, a, a shot from Patrick Kane, but it went in off of Taves's, uh shin guards, taking a a, uh, a play out of the Andrew Shaw book. And then, uh, Leonard was in goal that game. He looked absolutely fantastic. He made 37 saves. Uh, he was incredible. Uh, both goalies are, just the past week, they've looked really good. I'm uh, sipping on some red wine here, so hoping to, uh people to get to sleep. I always find it's hard to uh, get to sleep on on game nights. Uh not not Blackhawks game nights, but my, my rec league game nights. Um <clears throat> uh and then uh today's today's five to three loss to the Washington Capitals <clears throat> I don't wanna I don't wanna read too much into any one game. You know this is a tough team to play against and the Hawks historically I think have struggled against the Capitals. It would have been nice to get two points at home but you know especially during this long homestand where uh the hawks really need to rack up some points early on you know in later on in february they're going to have three home games and it's going to be tough to get points during that stretch so uh, the hawks should really be banking these points away right now while they can but uh this is also kirby doc's first game he wore number 77 as i'm sure you all know uh I'm going to read some of Abe's notes here. He was watching the game uh, while I couldn't. Um, So he points out uh, Kirby Doc was the youngest Blackhawk to make his uh, NHL debut since Patrick Kane in 2007. Um, It looks like a lot of uh, his notes are centric to Kirby Doc. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, so TJ Oshie scored a power play goal early in the first. The power play uh was not good today. I think they went like 0 and 4, 0 and 5. the the penalty kill, I think uh I think we only had to kill one penalty, but uh we we did not manage to do that. Uh it it was a it was a rough game for uh the Hawks special teams. It sounds like uh this game was probably decided by the Blackhawks' special teams. Um, uh, so Abe goes on to say, Doc looked a little uncomfortable, and he was out of position a few times. That's kind of to be expected. This is his first game playing at the highest level in hockey, and against one of the best teams in the league, uh, for sure. The Capitals are still—they're still a great team. They're still contenders. Um, it can't be understated how how challenging it must have been for him to come out and play his first game against a team as good as the caps uh he uh let's see Abe goes on to say uh doc seemed to be getting pushed around fairly easily and he was slower than a lot of the players on the ice um, you know it's uh the NHL's faster than any other league on the planet and that that pace is something that it takes a while to get used to. You're not going to be able to jump into an NHL lineup right away and, you know, compete with a lot of these guys. Uh, I mean, with a few exceptions, there's you know there were guys like Austin Matthews back in 2016 who, uh, in his NHL debut, scored four goals for the Maple Leafs. But uh, that's clearly the exception to the rule. Take another sip of my my red wine. I think it's a cab saf. Um, Uh Let's see. Kajula scores on a tap-in goal after a rebound on a shot from Carpenter. Uh, went to Nylander and Nylander made a nifty pass to open up Car- to an open Kajula, Uh One-one tie game. Kajula, I've been, I have been pretty smitten with him. Uh, so far this season, I, I mean, he was, uh, he was an acquisition we made last year, but like, uh, who do we trade? We traded, um, uh, Brandon Manning for, uh, Drake Kajula last year. And this trade has worked out incredibly for us. Uh, Kajula is such a great value as a player. Um, he's got, you know, he's got that motor, he's got that drive, he's got that, that grit and that energy that this team really needs and helps to, uh, to bring a more, uh, a more aggressive physical game. Um, he reminds me, maybe, maybe reminds me a little bit of, uh, of Andrew Shaw in some ways. Um, but, uh, on top of, you know, like we, we saw that, that edgy side of Kajula last season, but on top of that, he's now, he's now starting to, uh, contribute, uh, you know, on the score sheet, which is incredible. I, I don't expect him to, you know, light it up and for like twenty goals or something like that. But uh the fact that, you know, he's scoring some of these timely goals when we need him to is uh it's definitely a huge plus. Uh let's see. He says video review on Doc's penalty due to a high stick from Stevenson, but a Hawks player was nearby as well. Video review confirmed that it was an opponent's stick, so penalty stuck, so yeah, um sounds like Kirby Kirby Dock drew a high sticking penalty, which drew uh which led to one of the Hawks' many unsuccessful power plays tonight uh Hawks give up a shorthanded go thirty seconds into a four minute power play debriket stick broke, causing the turnover two to one caps uh you hate to see it, you hate to see it uh, it. There's nothing like this incredible power play just looking anything but. But, uh, I don't know. You, you just hope that tonight was a fluke, and that's not how it's going to be every single night. Uh, Four-minute power play was completely uneventful, couldn't get anything set up, and kept turning the puck over. One shot on goal. I don't have to tell you, that's abysmal. That's absolutely terrible. Uh, hopefully it doesn't continue like that. Carpenter Kajula Kneelander line continues to look fantastic. Um, I think that's the fourth line. Uh yeah, that's those bottom six, they've they've really gone above and beyond. Um the the top six, you know, they look fine for the most part. Uh the first couple of games Kane was kinda lacking in shots on goal, and it took Jonathan Taves what, four or five games to get a point. But uh, the the top line they have, ex- uh, or excuse me, the, the bottom six they've exceeded expectations, especially that third line of uh, Saad, Camp, and uh, Kubalik. They've they've just been incredible. Kubalik is another uh, another really positive addition to the team, uh, much like uh, Kajula I mentioned earlier. Different style of player, obviously, but I'm really happy that uh, we we picked him up. He's got more of an offensive upside. Novechkin scores career goal 664, has a chance to break 700 this season. Three to one caps. Uh, let's see, Kubalik scores off a rebound from Sod shot. Three to two caps. Nylander takeaway leads to a Kane wrist shot goal between the legs of Holtby. Three three tie. Uh, this is about where some uh, the Hawks breathe some life into this game. Seabrook gets impeded, which leads to an open net goal for the Caps, 4-3. to Empty net goal by Eller, 5-3, and that was the final score. Uh, you hate to see it, but at least... I, I don't know if this makes sense, but at least at least it's a good team that we lost to. You don't want to be losing to bad teams. Um, I guess, yeah, you just, you just rally and hope it doesn't happen again. Um so I'll uh, I'll take a quick break here. Uh I'll put a a word from our sponsor in and I'll be right back. All right, welcome back everybody. Um I I'm actually thinking I probably should have put that ad break in there a little bit sooner cuz I don't have a lot of uh topics left to discuss here. I did uh I did want to talk about the goalie situation right now. Um So it's uh I, I think in the uh, in the race between Crawford and Leonard as to uh, who's going to get the most starts this season, it's going to come down to performance. I think what the Hawks are probably doing up to this point is, uh, you know, Crawford, he got the two, like, marquee starts, the home opener and the uh, the game against Philly and Prague. And then moving forward for a couple of weeks, I think the Hawks are going to probably alternate the two of them and... Uh, uh, continue to do that until a clear front runner emerges, uh, and I think it's starting to happen because uh, uh, so right now in um, in in Leonard's two starts with the Blackhawks, he's got a 9.31 save percentage and a 2.47 goals against average in those two games. Uh, now Crawford, I'm just gonna look up his aggregates numbers here. Um but uh he had he had some rough games uh if we're being honest here. Um the uh the first two games against uh the Sharks and the the Flyers, those were those were pretty rough starts for him. I, I he was somewhere in the uh the eight hundreds uh say percentage wise. Um, he did have a very strong outing against um, against Edmonton on Monday Uh, he put up uh, I think a 949 or a 969 save percentage he looked really good Um, and I think we're hoping to see that trend continue but uh, tonight against the Capitals he only saved uh he made twenty five saves on twenty nine shots, which is good for a uh an eight sixty-two save percentage. And I don't I don't see the goals against average here, but yeah, that's uh so far he's had he's had one good start out of four. Uh Leonard's two for two. Uh it's it's probably still a little too early to say for sure, but Abe and I both predicted uh, in a prior episode of the show that Leonard was going to get the majority of the starts. Um even if Crawford does stay healthy for the entire season, which he's not known to do. Uh I think I think Leonard is gonna he's gonna pull away and he's gonna end up becoming the uh the starter for most of these games. Um that's just kinda the way it is. Uh and then the the last item I wanted to address, the Blackhawks on Friday. Before the game against the Blue Jackets, they honored uh, Stanley Cup champion Dave Boland with one more shift. Uh, Dave Boland, as you probably know, was the player who scored the game-winning goal in Game 6 of the 2013 Stanley Cup Final against the Boston Bruins, uh, securing the Blackhawks' fifth Stanley Cup and second in four years. Uh, Boland's actually, uh, he's also a big part of that, you probably remember this too, he's a big part of the reason that in 2011, the Blackhawks pushed the Canucks to, the President's Trophy winning Canucks to seven games in the first round uh, after losing those first three games. <clears throat> so I think uh, I think Boland is, he's always going to be a hero in the eyes of uh, Chicago hockey fans. Um, and I think I speak for all of us when I say that he, I hope he never has to pay for a drink in this town ever again. Uh, so that's, that's about all I got. Uh, hopefully none of our recordings will be deleted ever again. Um, we will talk to you guys next week. Go Hawks.